They tell me you're a man with true grit. What do you want, girl? Speak up at supper time. <laughs> Welcome to True Grid. We are live here in Davenport, Iowa, Dunright TV, and True Grid is a podcast where we discuss the grit of the racing life. Hey, tonight we got Mr. Excitement on here, Mitch Way. Mitch, good to have you. Hi, thanks, Shane. It's a pleasure to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're glad to have you here. Hey, tonight uh, uh, we want you to make sure and check out our website. Anything on racing, you go to www.dunright.tv. Or you can go to Facebook and check out Done Right TV. And then, Pat, what do we want to do if uh, somebody's watching right now? They want to like and share. That's right. Yeah. Make sure you like and share. If you're watching us either on, on Facebook, make sure you like and share. Same thing with YouTube. Smash that subscribe button. It helps us. It helps the channel. Um, and and share it as much as possible. Yeah. And, and especially since we, you know, this is what we love. We The sport that we love. And, and it's always nice to get new blood involved and and share it in our social um our social media and uh hopefully get some new fans involved yeah and hey if they want to type a message to mitch or uh, ask him a question what do they got to do they're gonna uh if you're watching on youtube or on facebook just type it in the comments we actually have it live here on the screen we'll read them out and uh yeah encourage people to uh like and share and also uh leave comments ask questions uh for mitch for myself for shane all right. We'll make sure we cover them in the show. Hey, before we get rolling with Mitch, uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things. Davenport Speedway coming up uh, this Friday, June 10th. It's just going to be a regular weekly racing program with IMCA late models, modifieds, sport mods, street stocks, and we're going to have the uh, four-cylinder uh, stock cars out there. Thursday, June 16th, that's coming up in two weeks. We're going to have the Dirt Car Summer Nationals, Pat. That'll be a good time. That'll be a great show. Then uh, the following week on Friday, June 24th, we're going to have the Sprint Invaders in town, Pat. You know what? I uh, hope it does not rain. Yeah. It would be great to see the Sprint cars out there. We were just talking this last weekend about about getting the Sprint car out and trying to do double duty that night. That'll be a good time. Then finally, coming up on June 25th, we'll be back up at West Liberty Raceway. And uh, just to talk about a couple of upgrades, we've been talking about things that the Fair Board wanted to do to the track. And they get that half-mile wall painted white again. Fantastic. It Fantastic. looks beautiful. It really does. And, hey, they just got it painted white first night of racing last week, and uh, they had one of the stock car guys bang <laughs> into it and initiate it, so it's got a nice big black mark on the there. Blinding glare of the fresh white paint. No, I can't yeah, help it. I yeah, I can't handle it. You hey. know what? It's, it's great, though. The, the Kyles are putting a lot, of, a lot of effort into it. It's great to see um, – Semi-weekly racing or bi-monthly racing up there. Um, I highly encourage everybody to get up there and support that show as well as, as any show, but especially that one because they're trying to get it kicked off. And I know that's um, there's not a lot of racing between you know the Des Moines and, and Marshalltown area and the, 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 the west side of the Quad City, so it's really nice to have that. Plus, it's the only half mile in the area. Now, uh, over at Davenport Speedway, all these upgrades uh, going on there every year. I uh, want to talk about the potential potential for uh, six new skyboxes over there coming off turn four and a half mile. How about that? And uh, rebuilding of the concession building. But that's all in the planning phase. So I just want to want to let the cat out of the bag, but let you know that uh, Davenport Speedway and the Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds always working on some cool stuff at that track, too. And, yeah. you know, it's nice that you can go into a facility like that 
bring in a show like World Outlaws or, uh, you know, whoever it may be, Lucas Oil, Lucas Oil, M-L-R-E-A, and you got a first-class uh, facility that you're going to be racing in. Without a doubt. And you know what? It helps the entire organization. It helps all of us, even all the way down to the racers, because yeah. the, we can't do what we do without sponsors, without people that help us. Right. And honestly, the non-racers are the people that are on the fence. If they come to check it out, and, and it's a, a shoddy, rundown uh, facility that they're racing at, they're not going to be that interested in, in supporting it. Or if they do, they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart. And so... Uh, the Kais are doing such a such an amazing job, and it really has propelled Davenport into one of the, if not the premier place to race on Friday nights or the premier stock car place in the Midwest. And, and it's nice to see them give back, and, and I think it will continue to feed itself. You'll get more people involved. You see the car counts are up. You'll get more sponsors involved, and it'll just continue to grow. Yeah. And, hey, we want to let everybody know out there that's watching uh, tonight on Dunright TV, we have got some door prizes for you. We got some banners that Mitch Way has uh, signed that you can hang in your garage, and uh, we've got some uh, Dunright ball caps we're going to be giving away. So uh, hang in there, give us the right answer, and you might have some of these cool door prizes. And if you want a door prize, we'll mention this again. Pick it up down here at fourteen fourteen West Locust Street in Davenport, right on the way to the racetrack. And That's right. We uh, we are keeping this stuff. If you don't pick up your stuff within a week. It go, goes back into the uh, True Grit prize vault, and we give away down the road. It doesn't get hung up in the in the more motorsports race shop. Yeah, that sounds good, Pat. <laughs> we like that. Hey, here we go. Let's go with uh, picture number 32 to kick this thing off, Wookie. I want to take a look at it. Uh, we're going to start out back in the uh, back in the day, Mitchell, with the guy who got you uh, 32 would be a picture of uh, you're on 31 right now. Uh, let's go to picture 32, and we'll get a picture of Bob Peppers' grandpa. That's right, right here in my uh, right behind my right shoulder. So, yay! How do you yeah, like nice. that? Side to side. Nice. So, uh, I remember that uh, yellow car that you were in at that time, Mitchell. I mean, you started out in a dwarf car, and that car was also driven by who? Um, Bob himself. Bob himself. Grandpa, there grandpa you go. Drove and, I remember. Uh, we were nice. both young. Yeah, you know, we were uh, wheeling a few race cars, but uh, got you behind the wheel, and uh, you had success uh, pretty early on. Yeah, it took uh, some prying to get me in that car, but uh, it was it was probably uh, the scare of him when I was racing my quad around property <laughs> out here that we had. Uh, and, uh, he said I had to get in something with a roll cage, so. Ain't that wrong with that. Smart, but. Yeah. Hey, uh, Wook, let's uh, go to picture number uh, 23. We'll see one of those dwarf cars uh, that you did drive, and those cars, you know, they were hot out Hawkeye Raceway yeah. and down, you know, in Southern Illinois and Missouri, and that area. And then the legend cars came in the area, but there you are at East Moline Speedway. Nope, that guy's too young to be you, Mitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you were a little guy. <laughs> that's before you started lifting weights, yeah, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That car there uh, got the body transformed on it. That's a yellow car. There's probably a picture in here somewhere. Um, with the body prior, but uh, when the mod lights come about, that one got transferred, transformed to that style just to kind of help as an arrow advantage. Very cool. And, and another that thing was still fast. It just yeah. didn't matter what you did to that thing. Yeah. No kidding. You know, and then you got another legend stand next to you, old Doug Hack. I think Doug's, uh, yeah. I'm going to say 70 years old right now, and still up there doing his thing and flagging. Yep. And, you know, he was a young man in that picture too. 
Yep, I remember Doug flagging when we ran TQs up there. Yeah, he's been around a long time. He's uh, always, always a first-class flagman. You know, the cost of those uh, those uh, dwarf cars, too, those were all home-built. It wasn't like you were going to Rage and picking up a brand-new car. Uh, a lot of those cars uh, were home-built right in people's shop. and A lot of them were to begin with, and then, then you could do like a Rage or a, there was like a Pro Chassis. The red one I had okay. was a Pro Chassis. Um, there's a couple other names I can't think of right offhand, but there's yeah. eventually there were guys out there building them full time. And, and, and what were could, they running in those for engines back then? Like uh, the dwarf car, you could about run whatever you wanted. Okay. But you could only max out at 1262 and a half cc. Okay. okay. Um, but you could run Honda, Suzuki, Kawasaki, whatever. Nice. All right. Oil cooled, uh, water cooled. Um, but it wasn't like the legend car where you're only stuck to one engine. Yeah. Nice. But, all right. Well, hey, we're going to roll the clock forward a little bit. Now, let's see if I can find a picture of the car that, uh, you know, I loved and made me fall in love with uh, your driving style out there, Mitchell. And we talked, you know, a little earlier about number 30, uh, Walk. That one right there, you know, you got into it. Uh, that would be 29. So we're going to go to uh, number 30. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Now, that was over Davenport Speedway, Mitchell. That's Davenport, yeah. Was that a champ car? I mean, I looked the way the front bars come down on the stub, or do you remember what kind of car that was right offhand? It might have been a mixture of a uh, few things. Yeah, well, it was a mixture of a few things <laughs> eventually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Al Deloy had a lot of heart in that Ooh, car. There you go. Um, prior to this picture. Yeah. Um, it was, it had older suspension. It was like a three-link with a Reese bar in it, and, and it worked. And it worked. It was fast. And then uh, we converted over four bar and pull bar. And Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, I remember that car, seeing you out there racing, and we kind of talked about it, and I've talked to your grandpa about it. Uh, you know, I remember you leading the feature one night. You're a young driver. You dump that thing. You drive it to the front and dump it. And then you drive it to the front and win the feature. Was that for the fans? You just wanted to put on a good show I for could, them? Or? I could lie and say so, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. No, that was my... Uh, little bit of lack of talent I would say but yeah. even though there was talent there but you know yeah. you watch drivers Mitchell and you know your grandpa you know is the same way and Pat your dad was this way you could see in a few laps whether or not they were gonna make it and they were gonna be something special or whether they were just gonna be you know another driver out there and so uh, you know my dad always used to tell me I'd rather have a racehorse that I got to pull the reins back on a little bit than to have an old nag you got to whip and when I seen you out there, I thought, man, he's got it. His kid's not scared of anything. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's going to be somebody that you're going to have to deal with down the road away. So, uh, you know, your grandpa trained you up well, and then you had somebody that uh, the magic that he could work on those cars. I mean, your grandpa just knew everything about setting up one of those cars. Yeah, and yeah he taught me everything he knew about it, and, uh, and then I took it further. Yeah. And he's kind of like he is right now, sitting in the chair watching. Enjoying the good life, yeah. <laughs> watching me make it go faster. But Now, what nice. about Mike Clays? What, uh, whatever happened to him? He was helping you for a period yeah. of time back in the day? Yeah, he had helped the family years ago, way back before I ever ever drove, back with um, Joe Peppers and when Willard drove. and Yeah. And uh, I think Helm even drove. Um, but Mike was involved, and then uh, was, as we were getting into the modified um, – Grandpa got him back involved again, and he helped out with engine, engine type stuff, and and uh, he 
just kind of combined it all together, and we won. Had a lot of good good wins, but just like any other time or day, you have bad ones too. Hey, sure. yeah. So that's the way it goes. Hey, Wook. So let's get uh, number twenty eight up there. I'll take a picture of that. Now that car there, nice. what was that one? Uh, that one was a champion. That one there was a. It was a. Uh, a 03 champion. Okay. Or two. Yeah. No, oh, it was a 2002 champion. Okay. Um, Man, that was it a was, uh, It was fast right out the gate. And it we was. went to West Liberty and we won the spring championship two years in a row. And people are scratching their heads like, why is this kid so fast? <laughs> yeah. Like, who is this kid? And, and uh, prior to this picture here, it was it was an orange car. Okay. And uh, we got turned and rolled down the front stretch of West Liberty and landed Ooh. on the roof in turn one. And, Ouch. And uh, it had to get reworked. Yeah. To this here, and then just still fast. Nice. But we're not so sure it wasn't as fast as what it originally was when it was orange. Man, when I'm looking at some of the people, uh, John Bloomer checking in from yeah. Long Grove, Iowa. We've got uh, Mom, Wendy, uh, checking in from Durant. Denny Paulson, Chris Whitmer, welcome to the show. Gus Grip uh, checking in. Uh, happy to have you all on board. So uh, that was, uh, you know, a rocket of a car in... Uh, I want to take a look again at uh, number 24, Wook, just to kind of talk about the history of this car. And, you know, of course, uh, Bob knows a lot more than me, but we'll talk about it anyway. That double uh, O car, let's go to uh, 24. That would be, there we go. That one right there, uh, down in Victory Lane, and you're running with the uh, Vintage Racing uh, Group that time. Yep. Now, was this when you Love got back, cars. Mitchell? After you came back from North Carolina, you yep. were in this car? Yep. Uh, Grandpa and Uncle Mike, they were uh, trying to talk me into getting into that car. And, uh, there you go. And uh, so finally I gave in and we started driving. Yeah. And uh, doing races with it. And um, I was trying to back learn again how to drive because I hadn't <laughs> since 05. Yeah. And, and then that thing's completely different sure. uh, from anything I've ever driven. Um, but, yeah, we were fast and they, they knew we were there from – go sure so <laughs> <laughs> and that was originally and bob's off camera right now but bob was that ronnie whedon's car that was his car so that was originally a ronnie wow. whedon car that was kind of tucked away and pulled out and rebuilt yeah and i remember you know, as a kid sitting it or seeing it sit off yeah. to the side yeah. you yeah. know and that's awesome that was a real deal oh yeah. yeah you know and let's talk a little bit about ronnie whedon while we're on the subject that guy uh you know he was a special guy he, uh, you know, he was a good teacher for a lot of young drivers. Yeah. Uh, what, what role did he play in your career? Did you have a chance to talk to Ronnie about different things? Oh Mitchell? yeah, I, I talked to Ronnie a lot. Um, I was learning from him early on, and uh, then it kind of got to the point he was learning from me. Yeah. And it's like, wow, how am I able to teach this guy something? And but he took it. And uh, oh, one of the things this is pretty funny. Grandpa always thinks this is a something to chuckle about is we were at East Moline and Ronnie tells me, Hey, just run against the wall. There's an air pillow up there. <laughs> there wasn't an air pillow up there. I knocked that wall down. <laughs> but, uh, Especially yeah, that, at East Moline. That, that yeah, wall's yeah. not very forgiving. No, but it's yeah, Ronnie's a great hard. guy. And, and uh, it was, it was honored, you know, unfortunate for him passing, but you know, I was able to parade his car around the track at the funeral. You know, when we were over there at Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds, you would have thought the governor of Iowa had passed away. 
that the line was a mile long. It was packed. Uh, I know uh, Phil Roberts did the eulogy, but the fans turned out. I mean, it was like a regular race night. The stands are packed. Uh, you know, what your grandpa did as far as assembling all that that was on display. All the other the race cars. Uh, and, all right. that stuff. Yeah. It was just uh, a massive undertaking, and it was a way to honor a true racing legend in your oh, yeah. area. Yeah. So uh, we're going to click the uh, ball ahead a little bit. Uh, look, let's go to uh, picture number eight. And so the first question for a door prize, and we're not going to talk about what year this is yet. Uh, first question for a door prize, uh, we're going to ask uh, what year Mitchell Way started uh, with uh, Kyle Busch uh, Motorsports. So give us a year. Punch it in the message section up there, uh, you see. And, hey, if you get the year correct, then you're going to win. win. You're going to win a done right hat. There you and go. Nice. You can stop over here at the studio anytime. We're open eight to five weekdays. Uh, we're on 1414 West Locust Street, right on the way to the racetrack. If you're, and, and I also give a little uh, plug to Dunright. If you're, as we all are struggling with, with high gas prices and you're looking for a little bit more economical way to get around town, they have some amazing electric bikes on yeah. display, a wide array of, of electric bikes. Um, you know, I'm old. Right here at the studio. Even if the gas prices hadn't went up, I'd still yeah. like to ride one of them Oh, things. I know. They're fun. Yeah, they, they are, are a lot fun. of fun. So, hey, you know, we had the, uh, uh, the picture of the Kyle Busch truck up there, and there's so many great stories uh, that I want to tell and, and uh, uh, have you tell, Mitchell. But i got to tell you, the day that you were packing up your bags, I mean, you were one of the top modified drivers around here in the Quad Cities. I mean, if the O1's there, he's got a shot to win. And, you know, especially, you know, I liked watching up there at Liberty on the half mile. So i got to tell you, the day that you packed up and you decided to head down to North Carolina – uh, you know, and, and go after bigger and better things. Uh, number one, it was very brave. Uh, you know, it was something I had talked about, you know, at, uh, during my race career, was just packing up and heading down south. But I never had the courage to do it. What drove you to head down to North Carolina and see what that was all about? Well, we had, uh, in 2005, we also had that late model uh, we bought from Dawfelt, and they never finished. And uh, between that car and we lost the motor out at West Liberty with it, and you know, a couple of races with the modified, it was just, it wasn't that great of a year. Okay. And at that point, at the end of the year, I was like, you know, let's just give it a try. Yes. Yeah. Let's go to North Carolina and give it a try. What do I got to lose? Yeah. Worst case, I come back. Yeah. I'll yeah. give it a month. I'll give it a year, you know, whatever, whatever the case is. And, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I ponied up and with, uh, some hard work, my own cash, $900 in my pocket and drove off in my uncle joe's camper that he used to pull the race car with <laughs> down I mean, to north carolina 900 bucks so, that's all i had man yep. pat i could pass the hat around got you a little more yeah than that. yeah that, that took a lot of courage oh yeah, yeah. yeah. it was tough so it was did tough you, and not not knowing anybody or didn't have a job and just did you what did you do when you get down there did you just start knocking on doors i or? had i created the best resume i could but it yeah. was living in iowa dirt racing yeah. um so i I didn't really know how I could use that and compare it to anything down there. Um, trying to go NASCAR racing, or my first job was Hooters Pro Cup racing, but right. still asphalt and nothing I'm right. familiar with. Sure. Um, but yeah, I just I had about 200 resumes I printed off, and I just went everywhere, just nice absolutely awesome. everywhere. Nice. Burnt a lot of gas, and like yeah. I said, I only had $900 from the time I left here 
and it was one resume after another and finally a guy that uh, he'd been around racing for quite some time uh, he was like the crew chief on the Hooters broke up deal and he eventually hired me but unfortunately only lasted a couple months as they shut the doors oh boy that um, happens a lot but it was probably yeah it was probably uh six six months later he called me back i had i landed a job out at um um ppi which is it was a cup team at the time mm-hmm. um that travis quapel drove the tide car right i remember that but car i was primarily out there for the jerry robertson uh 78 furniture row car okay very nice so yeah. bernie visser is in denver colorado right. but it was it was housed and furnished in north carolina hold that thought yeah. mitchell do we have a winner yet will Bob Danielson, Bob Danielson, you get about that. a Dunright hat. Come on over here to the studio. We just got a fresh uh, shipment in. You can stop over here when you're, now that you're retired and uh, just pick one up during the day. <laughs> get one that fits you. Shout out to Bob, by the way. Yeah, we got him in uh, red Bob. and gray and black and gray. So yep. uh, go ahead, Mitch. Just keep on rolling. The race team, Travis Quapple. Yeah, so I was, uh, um, I was working on the furniture row car and uh, – um, it would have been bush racing, I guess, at that time. Mm-hmm. wasn't Xfinity quite yet. Yep. And, uh, man, I was just not liking it. I'm, dri- I'm driving an hour each direction, oh boy. you know, new to this deal. And Where are you and, staying at? Uh, I was in Mooresville okay. at the okay. time. Did and, you have an uh, apartment? Or? I was living with a, another lady that she needed a room, or she had a room and to rent out. Yeah. And I'm like, perfect. This yeah. works out great for me. Right. And we were not far from the lake. and. Oh, man. And uh, so, but it was it was tough living there because yeah. it was the, the traffic and oh, yeah. it was a one way in, one way out kind of deal where we were living. And, oh, boy. Uh, but I loved it, though. It was it was great. And she was awesome. And No winters. Uh, what's that? No winter. Well, I don't know about all no, that. Iowa it winter, huh? Yeah, chilly. It wasn't an like Iowa winter, but they got snow. Yeah. When I well, first went down there, we were yeah. leaving to go test at uh, Lakeland, Florida. And I go to the store to buy a few yeah. things before we head out, and the snowflakes are like the size of a half dollar. I'm like, everyone told me <laughs> there's snow heck? down here. Hey, what about picture 54, uh, Wookie? Yeah, and, and, and so for people listening, uh, the way that, that Charlotte's laid out, you have Charlotte, the racetrack, which is which is just straight north of Charlotte. And then most of the race teams are housed in, in Mooresville, which is yeah. which is due west. But then, there, then you have pockets of, of teams that are – some right. are up north. Man, the traffic out there is is, is was uh, that snow, uh, Mitchell? Or what <laughs> was that? How about that? No, that's uh, out on vacation, out on a cruise somewhere. Yeah, uh, life it. jacket. Looks like you're really uh, you know toughing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's great. So uh, we'll look at a couple of more pictures here. Uh, Wook, let's uh, take a look at uh, number thirteen. Got the whole crew lined up and. Uh, that's the Dollar General uh, truck. Yeah. And hey, did you get a discount on stuff at Dollar General? Like your stuff was fifty cents, or? Uh, I don't know. I never tried. Yeah. I'm not okay. sure if we did or not. Um, we also had Traxxas. Uh, you know, like the remote control right. vehicles. Oh, we had Traxxas, uh, but we had discounts on them and got a couple free ones. And, hey, how about that? Uh, I yeah, like nice. that. So, how did you transition from the furniture row team to uh, Kyle Busch Motorsports? Uh, so. So when I got that call from the guy I worked with on the Hooters Pro Cup deal, mm-hmm. he worked for a truck team that he had before, and it was Express Motorsports. Okay. And um, I went and, and then started working with them, and, and the owner, he wanted me to go straight to the racetrack. Like, 
right now. I'm like, wait a minute, I got to put in my two weeks here. I want to do this right away. And, oh, you're fine, you're fine. And then he wanted me to gas. I'm like, I'm just this little guy. I'm 165, yeah. 170 pounds at that time, and um, barely working out. And he wants me to gas, and I got 100 pounds of fuel above my head. And uh, but he called, and I'm like, yeah, most definitely. I want to, yeah, I'm, I'll be back in Mooresville and shorter drive, and yeah. be probably more along uh, the lines of where I want to be. Right career-wise to start with and um yeah it was from then on um it was actually so brian scott um drove the 16 um for dave with express motorsports all right him and his dad him his dad bought it and then eventually kyle bought into it and then bought like the building and the trucks and equipment and that's kind of where kyle bush motorsports of the truck portion started Nice. Now, Mitchell, so in the big scheme of things, Kyle Busch was not a high-dollar truck team to start off with. No. No, no not compared no. to some of the teams we around had, here. We had some of the used um, trucks that, that David bought or okay. built from, All right. you know, while he owned Express Motorsports, and yeah. then there was a couple of them. Um, you probably remember back in the day, Bill Davis. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, we had yep. a couple of their trucks, um, and that's kind of where – kind of started with Kyle Busch Motorsports and then started building our own our own trucks and then we weed, cool. weeded out the the other ones and and uh, yeah just it grew from there big time and there's yeah. a lot of a lot of people with a lot of talent behind behind the scenes of of uh, Kyle Busch Motorsports from the building to the engineering to just the bodies the wind tunnels everything yeah. TRD TRD was a big big thing sure okay and so, uh, like him or hate him, Kyle Busch can drive. Oh, yeah. Man, that guy, he can get the he most out of the car. You know, I've seen that guy, he turns a wick up, and I mean, that car, tires smoking sideways, <laughs> and foot through the firewall, and yeah. he's putting on a show. Yeah. yeah he so, was great uh, to work for. Everybody constantly asked me about him. What's Kyle like? I said, well, it's not what you see on, I mean, what you see on TV. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. But he is a super nice guy. He'll come up and talk to you any given day about whatever. Now, so they opened up a new go-kart track out in Viola, Illinois, a couple of years ago, and Kyle came to town with Braxton and oh, his yeah. wife and raced out there. Did you get a chance to get out there and talk to him at all? I had or? not, no. 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 It, you know, so that said to me, and here he is, he's coming to Viola, Illinois to a dirt track, right. running go-karts with his kids, so the guy's got to love his family and, you know, be 110% into Braxton, uh, you know, in his racing program. Yep. So. And, um, yeah, he's trying to get that dirt background in him. You yes, know, sir. I think Very Kyle important. Larson's kind of opened up some eyes to some of these yeah. some of these guys. And, Tony uh, Stewart, I mean, those Stewart guys all. Well, and Briscoe, Chase Briscoe, he comes yeah. from a, his dad. I race sprint cars. My dad and I both race sprint cars with his dad in, in Indiana. Yeah. Um, he's uh, He comes from a real thorough. And in Ricky Stenhouse Jr., we race with his dad um, down, down in the Memphis area. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's. Pretty intrinsic now, and in, in the most of the guys coming up through um, through the NASCAR ranks, if they don't have a name, they come from the, you know, the dirt tracks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got another question here before we get uh, deep into the program. Mitchell's first feature win, and where was it at? Let us know when his first feature win was. What year? And what track? And it was what at. track? So yeah. both the year and the track. Yep. Right. And we're gonna give you. This time, we're going to give away one of these uh, beautiful uh, banners here. And this Ooh, one. How about that one? Uh, you know, they hang in the shop. They are just, you know, a great uh, commercial-grade 
uh, banner. We're going to give you an MSD banner that's autographed by Mitchell Way. Love it. So we need a track and a year. And mom, you don't count. Because you're going to know the answer to that. So, hey, uh, picture 48, Wook, let's get that on. So when we look up there at, uh, you know, this truck, now was this also, what year was this, Mitchell? I'm just going to ask you. That would have been 2010. Okay. Just, and, and you had a multi-sponsor deal that year. They, you didn't always have Dollar General on. You had a couple of different sponsors right. throughout the season, yep. uh, you know, based on where you're at. So where was this... Uh, this uh, victory at here. Uh, that one there's Texas. Okay. Uh, we were only always usually pretty successful yeah. there. That was all I gotta uh, do is read. That was a brand new truck. And right that there. was a beautiful truck. I love yeah. that uh, that iconic paint scheme. You know, yeah. from back in the old Bobby Obani yeah. days. Yep. Yep. And that is uh, so that I am second. Dot uh, com right there that you see is yeah. the Interstate Battery guy. Okay. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah, he has a. There's a book. Um, you look up imsecond.com. I'll have to do that. Yeah, I there, there's books. a book on that. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was Texas. That's Kyle driving. And as far as the sponsors go, that you know, everybody wanted to be a part of KBM. Sure. Yeah. And uh, so you did have different sponsors and, and uh, you're pleasing different ones. And then, you know, Kyle didn't always just drive that whole year. Right. Uh, you know, we had different drivers also. Right. Um, so, Mitchell, uh, were you the right front tire man on this truck? Or what were you doing on this? Uh, I was the, uh, at this particular time, I was the front-end mechanic and the front tire carrier. Okay. Yep. Tell me, what kind of uh, uh, program do they have for you, uh, you know, as an employee and part of the team? Do you have a gym you can go to and work out? Is there something right on site that you can go to? Or? No, no. I always uh, went to my own gym. Okay. Uh, and worked out, and then uh, you did do your own like um, pit stop. All right. Uh, training, you know, there on site, right behind the building, okay. um, and then you go through different drill. Like you do live stops, right. or you go through drills. Yeah. And Steve Irwin, 1997 Hawkeye Raceway is not it, but good guess. Keep guessing. We need a year and a track. So uh, we're gonna go to a couple other pictures here too. Well, let's uh, take a look here, and we will roll to another one. How about uh, picture number 40? So how did you end up, how did you transition from gas man to, to right front wheel carrier? Uh, Are they it positions? Was, or? It was, it, yeah, typically the, um, most of the time on, like, the truck level, that's the truck driver's duty uh, is to be the gas guy. Okay. And uh, I guess it all depends on the size of the trucker. All right. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was I I didn't really want to keep gassing. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, let's let's try something else here. Let's be a tire carrier. And yeah. It's I mean, it's not as easy as it looks. No, I yeah. think it looks yeah. hard actually. I mean, when you're trying to hit five lug nuts in that center hub, in one shot, and not hit the fenders or hit the ground, you know, and you're squatting. Yeah. It, right. It's, it's a well, different, definitely a different body movement and muscles that you don't normally use, and you're always doing it the same direction. Okay. So, so how do you practice? Yeah. You just grab one and start throwing. <laughs> start throwing. And they're not light. Yeah. No. They're not no, light. they're not light at all. Hey, no. <laughs> Justin Vellos, uh, he's asking how he can win that 
43 Richard Petty Fender behind us. <laughs> you know, Justin uh, came out last weekend, just a quick story. And, yeah. uh, you know, I told him my favorite car when we did the show out at their shop uh, was the uh, Richard Petty uh, theme paint screen. Yep. And he's got it on there this year. Yeah. And I've seen it. And, Justin, it looks bad to the bone. It looks great on the racetrack. And, uh, you know, I think you should carry that on your car for the next 100 <laughs> years. But, hey, we'll have to talk about that Fender. And so... Uh, yeah, a lot of great uh, picks on there. Now, picture number 38, Wook. Let's get that up. We'll take a look at uh, Kyle up there doing a little celebration. And he's one of those guys that, hey, you either love the guy or hate the guy, but you got to say, hey, this guy can drive. Look at that. Now, where would that have been at, uh, Mitchell? Oh, boy. Uh, actually, that would have been um, that would have either been Daytona or Talladega. Okay. And how I can tell you that is a little bit of the body style. And if you notice, take a look at that rear spoiler. All right. See, it's a little taller. And look at the corners. Yep. Yeah. There's an inch. There's an, another extra inch. Okay. All right there. And that's All what right. you had to run on the speedways. All right. Super speedway. Nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, keep on guessing. We don't have Very one cool. yet. So you want to get that banner. And, Justin, that would look good in your garage. Uh, but, yeah, that's, uh, uh, you know, Real cool uh, banner that we got, MSD banner, uh, for hanging out in a race shop. So we need a track, name, and a year. And if you don't get it pretty quick, we'll, we might give you a year, but not a track. But uh, everybody that's tuned in so far, we want to thank you for tuning in. And we love having you on the show now. Yeah, please, please make sure you like and share. If you're watching us on either Facebook or YouTube, please make sure that you like or share. Go ahead and share it to your feed. And uh, it helps us all out, helps the sponsors, and uh, helps our audience grow. Number 20, uh, Wook, let's take a look there. How do you like that? Michigan International, and you got the tires up in smoke, oh, which yeah. probably means you won. Probably won, and probably in a dominating fashion, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. How do you like that? <laughs> so yeah. did you work on the cup team eventually, Mitchell, or was this? Uh, I was, uh, they were wanting me to trans transition into uh, the cup upside okay and um you know sometimes you just have that gut feeling right and it didn't really feel right and i didn't i didn't go for it okay and uh i would have been fine doing it because mm -hmm. the the car chief on, at the time was actually one of my old crew chiefs okay eric phillips okay. yeah so i would have been fine but I, there was just something about it i don't know I got to tell you, you know, I'm old. I'll, I'm, I'll be turning 63 here in two weeks, so I'm already telling people I'm 63 because I'm trying to get used to that number. But <laughs> one thing I've learned is uh, over the years, trust your gut, yeah. you know. Yeah. Good Lord put that special feeling in you. Uh, you know, it's usually right nine out of ten times, so yeah. trust that feeling. Right. Okay, we're going to give you a little help here. The year that, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you that. I'll tell you. Uh, the win was at Davenport Speedway, Mitchell's uh, first win for the banner. Now you just got to guess and give us the year. Keep on guessing. Christian, uh, let's see. I remember helping Jason Velos, and he passed Mitch for his first and only feature win at Quad City Super Speedway. So that's uh, pretty interesting, uh, Chris. Uh, so, hey, we still need a year yep. on his first feature win. And, CJ, you're close. All right. Dialing in there, and Wendy don't count because she knows the whole history. <laughs> she was right there at the racetrack, and Wookie, you let us know we got a, uh, a winner there. So, uh, picture number 20, no, we're not going to go there because that is 
There's an interesting in here that I wanted to have a picture. Okay. Uh, 17, we got a winner? All right. Hey, Lisa Benningfield. Lisa, you got to stop over at the studio. You got a banner for your race shop now. And just come over here on the way to the racetrack. That's right. If you come early, 1414 West Locust, come on inside. We'll have a uh, sticky note with your name on it. And you can pick up your uh, race banner. Thanks for participating. And we got no more stuff to give away. So thank you, everybody, for participating and guessing. Great yeah. answers. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, that was the uh, very first race I ever entered as well. Here really? it is. Yeah, right That's out of the box. Right out of the box that with the yellow dwarf car. I, I we, believe uh, it. You probably remember John Seminac. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was. Grandpa tells me to follow John around. Yeah. John's like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm new, rookie, never been on the track before. Well, I got to the point. I I ended up winning that night. Yeah. You know, first night, first car, you know, everything, first of everything, and uh, Grandpa was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like weren't supposed to do that i'm like yeah and i said he was slow he was in my way so i drove around him so how about that he was that's awesome john was, john was pretty mad i bet you're like hey you're this supposed is to follow me yeah, yeah what, what's up with this yeah. that's no big deal uh, wookie we're gonna look at picture uh 17 18 and then 19 but you know was being part of that team that uh won the championship in uh that year would have been 2010. Uh, 2010 yeah. Okay. First year for KBM. And you got a ring. I got a ring. And you still got yeah. that thing? I still do. All that right, is, man. That is bad yeah. to the bone. That is amazing. You know, that is amazing. Uh, that's something you'll carry with you the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the best picture that, uh, you know, I like is the next one we got coming up, which is number 19, because that that's kind of uh, timeless. Uh, so Bob came out to the races to see how you guys get her done. Yep, that would have been Chicagoland. Chicagoland. Yep. Now was he able to stay down the pits and hang out? Oh or? yeah. Okay. Yep. yep, that's the pits right there, the garage area, the whole deal. Very yep. nice. Whole deal. And, uh, and eventually, uh, well, you can probably see it on the Ford trailer there. They had the observation deck yep. up, and ours just wasn't up. Doesn't look like yet, but yeah, he's up, able to get up there, and you can watch the whole race. Sure. And, well, practice. Usually, the, it's taken down for the race, but yeah. But, uh, yeah, you get up there and you watch practice and all the way around. Very cool. Now, uh, as, as you moved around in the sport, do you still have one of those Dollar General shirts, or did you have to turn those in? No, 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 I still have them. Still got them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, about every race track, track I've worked at announcing, I've still got my old uh, Speedway shirt. So Very that's cool. just kind of a nice, uh, you know, I had to hang on to. I can tell you what, Matt, you're a young man right now. But when you get old like me and Grandpa – that stuff really means a lot to you. So hang on to that stuff. It'll be very important. And they had a pretty interesting weekend in, in NASCAR racing, too. They ran uh, they ran both at Portland on the road course, yep. and it rained, shocking. So I actually work for a company based in Portland. And then they ran Gateway. Uh, the the Winston Cup cars ran Gateway yesterday, okay. first time ever. And actually, it was sold out. It was, it was absolutely packed for that race. Oh. Pretty decent oh. races, too, as a matter of fact. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's look at picture 21 here, uh, look. And this is another uh, great pick, Cup yeah, team. Yeah, how about that? Gatorade Victory Lane, man, down at Kansas. You know that uh, that Bush, he's won in about anything he climbed into. And Yep. Uh, what year would that have been, Mitchell? Uh, that was when I was at Gibbs. Uh, that would have been um, 2015. Okay. I believe it was 15, 16. 
And what was it? What was Joe Gibbs like? He's a straight up guy. Just he's, straight up. Yep. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He'll uh, man. He's down to earth, and yeah, he uh, he'll definitely take the time to to talk to you. Okay. Um, you walk by, he's saying hi. Sometimes before you're saying hi to him. Yeah. And yeah, he's that whole family's a great group of people. Okay. So how did you transition from KBM to to Gibbs? What what prompted you to make the jump uh well i ended up i say i didn't go cup racing but i did um but i left kbm uh to what i thought was going to be a pretty good opportunity to go to hendrick okay and right. that's when yeah. i was there for a while um when truck racing again all right uh and then that's how i got a hold of uh, eric phillips then was my crew chief at kbm okay he was crew chiefing at gibbs and uh, so he kind of he got my foot in the door, and and actually it was a weird deal because I was wor- I'm talking with him to to get a job at, at Gibbs, yeah. And uh, then I get a missed phone call from a different crew chief at Gibbs, and I was like, what is going on here? So I <laughs> I get a hold of Eric. I'm like, hey man, like this guy's trying to get me to come work. I thought okay. you were. He's like, no, yeah, I know it's all good. I I, uh, I just thought maybe you might want to do this position instead. Okay. I'm like, okay, I just want to make sure. I don't want to yeah. step on anybody's toes here. <laughs> right. So, but, yeah. yeah, that's kind of how that all transitioned. And a lot of that deal down there is it's who you know. Yeah. And um, it's not really your resume. Okay. Um, even though I hand out 200 or whatever when I went down whatever there. Whatever it was. But beyond that, it, I never had a resume. Okay. You didn't have to. Okay. So, hey, so uh, next question, we're going to give away another uh, garage banner. How many feature wins in uh, Mitchell's career thus far? Give us a number, and when you hit that magic number, then uh, you're going to get a garage banner. So, uh, Mitchell, let's look at picture number four, and this would be from Hendricks Motorsports. But uh, tell us the story behind this uh, one we got coming up, which, uh, look at that, man. That's another ring. Uh, that yeah, you've I got one that I that I do have. Yep, that okay. is currently it right there. Um, wow. You can see off to the side. It's got my my name, just like the KBM one. It's got my name and Hendrick right below it. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. I I won uh, the Daytona 500 with Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Um, even though I worked, I worked in the same building as Jimmy Johnson and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Um, That's got to go then, a lot higher. And then uh, yeah. Uh, and then, um, like the twenty-four and the five, they're in another building. Right? Yeah. So, but I was able to work on both cars, you know, the forty-eight and eighty-eight. Okay. Um, but primarily, my position was on the forty-eight. Nice. What Jeff, you, you got a ways on? to go. You got to go a lot higher than that. And w- what did you do on the forty-eight car? I primarily um, it was kind of a confusing deal when I started because I was up in the electrical room. Okay. What am I doing up here? This is not what I got hired for. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm fine with learning it. I, I want to learn it, but I was up there forever. And but then I mechaniced on the car in the shop, and and uh, you know I went to a couple tests, you know, okay. with Jimmy and and the 48 car. And uh, how do you like that, Joe okay. Nimitz? Joe Nimitz, man, another Joe racer. Man. That's right. Joe, this is gonna look good in your garage. 107 wins. That's amazing. 107 wins. So now, Wookie, uh, he's going to pick that up at uh, 1414 West Locust Street in Davenport, Iowa. We got one more, but we still got some time left. Yep. So, and, and and Mitch, I think that's one thing that that maybe um, 
talk about the size of the organization. Maybe some of the some of the viewers don't necessarily realize how big the NASCAR organizations are. I, I actually worked for Ray Evernham down in Mooresville. Okay. So, so um, it was at, it was when Gillette bought into um, they bought into Petty and and um, and Ray was on his way out. And so yeah. I, I worked for Ray for for a year. So I so I have a little bit of exposure. So I have some idea. But maybe some of the yeah. people that are watching don't have some don't really have any idea of how big these organizations are. Right. How, how many people work at, at, at Hendricks Motorsports? So when I was at Hendrick, there was 600 employees. Wow. Yeah. 600 employees there. And uh, you wouldn't know it. You yeah. would not know it. It's okay. The place is so big and there's so many buildings. Um, wow. And then, uh, so then like when I was at Gibbs, there was probably 400, mm -hmm. somewhere in there. Company. But then you get some of these other teams, you may only have 50. Right. Sorry. You know. Um, it's the lower budget teams that doesn't have the funding, okay. you know, to to have the engineering people and and the the higher end crew chiefs and and not saying that some of the lower budget crew chiefs weren't as smart as the higher budget one. They might have not just got the chance to to end up at a Gibbs or a Hendrick, right? Okay. Um, but yeah, there's it it varies from team to team, um, but definitely uh, Hendrick. Uh, Gibbs, Ganassi, you know, those are definitely um, the definitely the bigger the bigger ones out there. Um, so Mitchell, my brother Sam, you know, he's always been a Jimmy Johnson fan. You know, and I was a Dale Senior and then a Dale Junior fan, but uh, don't hold it against me. But uh, <laughs> Jimmy Johnson, tell me a little bit about that guy. You know, Sam loves him. He is he as nice as he appears on camera? Very much so. Yep, he's the same deal. Uh, he'll stop and talk to you. Yeah. Um, very athletic. I remember going down to uh, to Homestead, and uh, I was actually a, uh, I was on the on the truck deal yet, and we're in the garage going through tech. Something caught my eye, and I turn around and look, and someone's running on the racetrack. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's this all about? So I just kind of all right, whatever, and the guy runs by again. Well, that's Jamie Johnson out there making laps, running. And, uh, so, but he was very athletic, and he's done some marathons and yeah. and uh, and stuff like that. So props to him for that. But yeah, Man. I wouldn't be able to run around there. No, I think yeah. he, I think he ran like in the Boston Marathon. Yeah, the yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Something. That, yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I love that, that. I don't know if you guys have seen that that meme or uh, the the clip on on YouTube where people do the voiceover and they'll say, you know, why are you running? Is someone chasing you? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, no, that, that's cool. That, yeah. That'd be cool to see him out running around the track. Well, there's one picture in here I want to kind of get a little, uh, uh, give me a little background on. Picture number two, Wookie. I'll take a picture. Yeah, uh, look at that. I mean, here you are. You're in the Midwest. You go to get away from snow. Where in the world did you go that you found snow? Well, this would have been up in uh, the hills of Snowshoe Mountain. I'm pretty sure that's Snowshoe Mountain in West Virginia. Okay. Uh, that is a amazing place to go to. Wow, nice. uh, you drive up the mountain, and uh, on top of the mountains of hotels, okay. and uh, restaurants, uh, pool, jacuzzi—it's all up there. And so, when you want to go skiing, you just walk right out your door yeah. of your room, yeah. and you go skiing well, down the you hill. Go. You don't Very travel; cool. you don't—you're already there. Oh, but that's gosh. an awesome place. That looks awesome like you're place. happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's uh, there's a couple other places like up in Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, a lot smaller, 
um, uh, go ski and get away. But it was nice, like, you know, in, located in Mooresville, Concord area. Yeah. Um, you drive a couple hours north to the to the mountains, whether okay. you want to go in the summer or right there, you know, and go s- skiing or something. Or you can go four hours uh, east and go to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a great location to be. So now, Mitchell, do you know uh, Dale Fish Lane? I do. Okay. Yeah. Did you run into him at all down there? I did um, when I was initially down there. Okay. Um, yep. And he was actually at Everham's. Yep. Okay. Um, yep. When I went down, and uh, yeah, I never, I never was able to, to land a job in there, but. Man. I'm just a dirt guy from Iowa. Dirt guy no from resume. Iowa, just uh, like fish line, su- man. But that's cool, though. You'd be surprised how many uh, transplants are down there. Or yeah. Racers. There's a lot. Racers. There's a lot. Over time, I've yeah. met a lot that, that are in the same shoes I'm in that have yeah. been dirt racing. And, and there's more down there from the Midwest than I ever known. Wow. Like, funny story. I, yeah, funny story. Ray actually bought a small dirt track. He loves dirt track racing, which is how which is how he and I met. And then he actually bought a track just out northeast of town. Um, I guess Lincolnton. Lincoln. Yeah, Lincolnton. And and I remember the locals there complaining about when I came. They said it was a, I was another damn Yankee that was you know, <laughs> you know, you know, because they were local guys and they're like, oh, here comes another damn Yankee. There we like, go. You know what? <laughs> you know? But yeah, there are a whole bunch of transplants down there racing. Hey, uh, final question. We're giving away another Dunright ball cap, and that is. <laughs> What is Mitchell's favorite racetrack, favorite dirt racetrack? Let us know what that is, and you'll win a brand-new uh, Dunright TV ball cap. Is this also the one that you're most successful at? Don't uh, give it away. No, Come on. I'm just, no, no, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. They go <laughs> hand in hand because often that's the case. Hey, it's, number it's, uh, 56. Let's take a look here. Will not I? very often you have one that, that you that you just cannot find your ass with both hands, and you say, you know what, that's my favorite joint. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Says no one ever. You know what, man? Is this a great picture? Where is this that one is. here at? Oh, uh, that was Davenport. Um, Davenport yeah, we yeah. were on the on the far backside of the pits there. Yeah, um, this was just a couple, couple. I got, uh, oh, got a winner. Yeah, good job, Kevin. Oh, Matt Stein, Dan Clatt. Oh yeah, y'all got it. There you <laughs> go, Dan Clatt. You're the winner, man. Come on down here to yeah. the studio, 1414 West Locust, and uh, pick up your free ball cap. And uh, there we go. All yeah. right. That, that was on the backside of Davenport. Um, probably getting ready for heat race time, I would say. Uh, great picture. That's uh, Terry Ann Photography. You know, props to my little sister. Yep. She, she nice. took some good ones. She Very did. Nice. So we're looking at this car. You're driving a rage car now, Mitchell. What's the difference between racing today and racing back when you got into it and you're running the old red car? Uh, you know, the cost of tires has went up, the cost of the cars have went up. I mean, what do you see happening? And to me, just being a guy behind a mic, the level of competition is so intense today. I mean, when you look out there at the racetrack uh, on a given night, there's 15 cars that could win the feature. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's what? a pretty uh, pretty close level playing field. Um, you know, one night you think you might win, and the next night, you know, not a chance. Yeah, you know, and same with all these other guys, and uh, yeah, the competition is a lot harder. And when I first started running this car last year, it was an eye opener for me because it was not. Even though I haven't driven since 2005, right? I get in it and like, wow, this is totally different ball game right here. Uh, I mean, everything's more or less the basics are the same, um, 
you know, setup wise to a point, but you know, you still have your caster, you still have your camber, you you know, your wheelbase and all this and that. But you know, there's other things there that were probably way overlooked years ago. Okay. And uh, you have to be on top of your game uh, and, and knowing and being smart with these cars and. And it's not just it's not just modifieds, you know. It's it, on down to these four cylinder cars. These guys right. are doing some crazy things with those. They those are. things, and uh, so it's there's a lot of knowledge that you have to have to to get rolling if you want to be competitive. All right. Yep. So you're running a rage car now. Rage is all the rage right now. I mean, my God, Andy Eckridge has got it figured out with those cars. Yeah, I I, uh, I was yes, decided does. to get a rage car, and then after I was kind of more along in the process of buying this rage car i'm up at davenport and i'm like rage 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 like, oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, i didn't realize that yeah <laughs> but, yep. yep shout shout out to andy and the guys um up at precision performance they they do a, a whale of a job now pat got ko'd opening night out man he got the whole rear end trailing arm <laughs> shocks and drive shaft i mean if you're gonna do it right you did it right that first night there pat uh yeah. you're just out there ghetto cruising and got ko'd in the side and yeah all of a sudden, uh, man, you're spending a lot of money. Yeah, and um, and again, shout out to those guys. I got the car up there, and and they got it in, got it fixed, and got it back out. And actually, I was I was within maybe a couple hours. I probably could have thrown the body on it and, and come out Friday night. But our plan this last weekend was to hit West or to hit Makokita. Um, um, it rained um, out, and we got the car all all prepped and ready. And then yeah, and then got rained out. Yeah. So, so now uh, West Liberty Mitchell, it's your favorite racetrack. Uh, I think he got seventh up yeah. there the last time he ro- drove. And, you know, what do you think you could do to get that thing to go faster? I'm going to have to hit the grinding stone and, and get, get after it because I thought I have, but apparently I haven't hit it hard enough because that thing's been, been wearing on me. It's, Man. Uh, yeah, I've, I've thrown about everything at it you can, <laughs> and there's okay. nights that are decent and not others that are like, why did I even show up? So, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll get it. You're running, you know, you ran top five uh, there for a couple of nights, and yep. I thought, you now we're talking about over at Davenport, and I thought, man, you know, he's getting that thing figured out. And then, uh, you know, you struggled a little bit over there at, uh, uh, you know, at West Liberty. But, uh, you know, I can tell you one thing. You haven't forgot how to drive. No. And, <laughs> and I, I'm just being honest with you. And so once you get that car figured out, uh, you know, you're going to be in good shape. And, you know, you just got to have that patience and, you know, I, I got to tell you, I got out of racing for, you know, a little while. Won a national championship. Uh, 1987, we had 35 feature wins, 36 feature wins it was. Uh, we were on top of the world. So, you know, uh, Bruce uh, Strader down Quality Plus says, hey, Shane, let's uh, go buy a race car and go racing again. Well, man, first night out, we're running late model. We got 12th in the feature. And I remember I was on Steve Donovan's show, and the first caller called in and said, Hey Shane, you should have stayed retired. And I, you know, and I was feeling bad anyway yeah. because you know, even though you shouldn't be arrogant or or howdy or prideful right. or uh, you know, you're pretty proud that hey, I was kind of I was kind of something there for a little while, and that that it could have done one of two things: could have run me into the ground, and, and I felt bad that night because I took a couple of those calls, uh, but it made me more determined than ever to get back on track. That's we got. Uh, we got ninth uh, the second night out, seventh the third night out, and the fourth night we won the feature. It don't mean you got to win the feature in four nights, but I can tell you, uh, even though we ran that car all season long and we won a few races, it took me till the end of the season to be comfortable in the car, 
to be comfortable with what we had to throw at it, depending on where we're racing at. And even for me to get back in driving shape, because, you know, I think some of the people up in the stands, they look at you and they think, ah, anybody can drive them things. But, man, you got to be you got to be in shape, Mitch. Oh, yeah, you got to be in shape. I've gotten out of that car with my, my hands a little little sore and uh, yeah. a couple nights at Davenport, probably uh, probably cheater's night, actually. That thing was stock <laughs> as can be. You know, it's <laughs> like it's, you know, and racing against those guys and track was tacky and heavy and fast and, man, I was wore out. But I was doing everything I could to keep up with the, the cheater guys. But, uh, but yeah, you got to be in shape just even on a nice nice track. Well, and I, so. and I think that also speaks to the level of competition at, at the places around here where you can't be, if you're not 100, even if you are on, it's still, it's really easy to run 12th and 13th. You see a guy like, you know, uh, like Bowen Larson the other, the other night, two weeks ago at, at, at Davenport, ran, what, you know, 12th or 13th, something like that. Um, Spencer hasn't, you know, hasn't won a lot of races this year, and it doesn't take much to go from winning to seventh, eighth. No, and they're not, rage not, cars. Not with, yeah, not yeah. with the level of competition where everybody's at right now. So Bone, Bone won 36 features yeah. last year and won yeah. an IMCA Modified National title. Yep. And he struggled this year. Then he jumps that late model and yep. picked off a nice win yep. uh, with that Hoker Trucking E-Series. But, uh, you know, he's having a little struggles, so... It just happens. It you well, know it's, uh, it doesn't so. take much. It doesn't take much to, to go from you know from a top three to twelfth, uh, not with the level of competition we have around here. And you can't say that enough. But that, but you know the places around here, this is the mecca of of, of stock car racing. Uh, hey, I'm gonna ask you. I'm a fat guy, so I'm gonna ask you. What's your favorite track food? I used to go to Liberty, and they had a tenderloin sandwich that you kill somebody for. They don't have it this year, but they got Marcus Ostafi up there with a. Uh, Pit Crew Barbecue, they do a wonderful job, and that's who's uh, selling food down in the pits. But did you have a favorite track food? Now, Boone, Iowa used to have steak sandwiches that would, man, they were just the best. Yeah, uh, throughout traveling, uh, like even being in North Carolina traveling, I'd hit up a couple uh, dirt tracks when I could. But, yeah, steak sandwiches are good. Um, you could never go wrong with nachos. But I tried to, especially when I was driving, I tried to – keep the eating to a minimal Gosh, and, uh, keep you it to that. the minimal but i love me a walking taco though oh, <laughs> i have one of those Davenport friday night you know pat and i were down uh we like slot car racing in the winter yep. time you're gonna have to do that with us sometime pat's got a track out the shop uh so we're just big little kids or little big kids we were down uh we were down there at uh, mark's uh, track yep and we left and right next door there was a barn on wednesday nights it's in this little town that's called uh, Elkhart. Elkhart. Elkhart, 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 Illinois. Elkhart, Illinois. And uh, they have all-you-can-eat uh, chicken. Now, yeah. I'm, man, I'm telling you what, when they said that, they had a big salad bar. Well, Pat eats, you know, a little salad, and they, I don't know if you have one piece of chicken and if it was a leg. <laughs> yeah. But, man, that guy, he, he thought a herd of locusts come flying in the door and went through that salad bar and all that chicken. I mean, I kept loading up. But, hey, this stuff's good. I'm getting my yeah. money's worth. I gained five pounds by the time I left, but... Uh, you know, hey, yeah, I'm not funny. driving anymore. I don't have to be light. So, <laughs> that's funny. Watch go. that left side weight. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> might have to come out of retirement. Huh? <laughs> yeah. ah, that's geez. right. So, Mitch, what's on the agenda down the road for you? What are your plans? Uh, keep hitting it with this uh, Rage car. And yeah, I got to get this thing working. Um, it's the only th only car I have, unless I dig out that old yellow car. Hey, I might have to though. You never hey, know. Hey, Bob. There you go. But uh, but yeah, uh, I need to I need to to get this thing going and get on a somewhat a successful streak. 
yeah uh, somewhere here but um but yeah i want to keep racing it's it's hard not to not to do it especially now that i'm back in it again and you know last year i asked i asked grandpa i said hey what do you think about going racing again yeah and uh here we are so yeah, very nice. bought a new car i was gonna buy a used one from andy and and then uh he um we didn't we didn't talk and then when i did when i get did get to talk to him he had it sold like well okay, okay. well i guess i'm gonna do something else here so <laughs> yeah. we ended up buying a new one but well nice. that's that's good yeah you know, i gotta tell you you know it's uh when i seen you back out on the racetrack last year uh you know i i just always enjoyed driving watching you drive i enjoy watching you drive today i know you're gonna get it together it's just that uh you know some of these guys that been hot and heavy at it for a lot of years uh, you know, you come back from down south and and jump back behind the wheel of a race car. I know you're going to get it right, Mitch. So yeah, don't, we'll get uh, there. Don't yeah. uh, don't lose any faith. I yeah. got faith yeah. in you. Yeah. I'm up there cheering for you, man. That I've car lost looks some. Fast. I've been ready to throw in the towel. Nah, times, you can't do I can't, that. I can't. That's why I'm still out there working until one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. That's <laughs> right, man. Yeah. You got to get that thing right. So yeah. one of these days we're going to have to come out to the uh, uh, come out to the race shop when you get that thing going and you got a little more time to clean the shop up then. Yeah. We'll come out and check it all out. Uh, let's see. Uh, another question uh, we wanted to ask you. What was your best racing memory uh, that you had through all the years? Dirt track, NASCAR, whatever it is, the best memory you got in uh, racing to date? Uh, I guess probably. I mean, definitely you can't can't uh, not consider the, the first win ever. You yeah, know, yeah. that one, I mean... Yeah, and you had grandpa there with you. But, uh, yeah. Um, man, there's been a lot of successful nights, um, you know, being able to go up to West Liberty and, and win like we did in, in uh, multiple races. And, you know, when when uh, my uncles and grandpa and them were going up and struggled a lot of times, I don't know how I was able to be successful there, yeah. um, really. Um, but I was fortunate enough to be able to, but... Um, yeah, we've had good good races, good wins. Um, you know, winning the uh, Reinhardt Memorial out That's of Bluegrass. Right. No, I had to, yeah. uh, and there was her slap or whatever. I end up on the hood of Dominecki. Right. And I go to the rear, and I come up and won that thing. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. And that's a good one, you know. And, and uh, you know, some of the races went in with Kyle and, and even Eric Jones, you know, on the, on the NASCAR side of things. Yeah. Um, man, we got some good ones there. Um we almost had a, a real, I mean, it's still memorable, but uh, we ran uh, Iowa Speedway with Eric Jones. We had a dominating car. Like, yep. you just weren't, you weren't going to beat us. Yeah. Just hands down. And uh, uh, throughout practice, we never ran more than 26 laps in practice. Uh, so when the race come around, now we're lap 28, and Eric's on the radio. Hey, we got something wrong. Oh, no. Talking about fuel pressure and all this and that. And it's like, oh, what, what's no. wrong? So the fuel pickup guy at the shop didn't put the fuel pickup oh. on. So it only picked up so much fuel. So we timed it. We came in and pitted during cautions that we, we had fuel so we could make a plan. And uh, we got our spare fuel cell out of the hauler, got all of our parts and pieces, tools, everybody knew what to do. And next caution, came in, changed that cell back in. He's out on the track and did not lose a lap. Holy oh, that's cow. unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, wow. I think wow. I'm not 100% sure. I think we finished fifth. Okay. Um, wow. At the end of that's the night. But though. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah, that's that was that was one to remember. So, yeah. But there's a lot of them. 
and and I'm sure there's ones that I've forgotten, but I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, there's there's a lot. I've I've had a lot of success in everything I've been a part of. What are your What are your thoughts on the the trucks running on the dirt, like Knoxville? Um, I mean, I kind of like to see them run Knoxville. Um, I I thought it was kind of goofy when they first wanted to go to Eldora. Right. Um, I was like, really? But it was a uh, it was all right. You know, I thought it was entertaining. The fans loved it, and fans loved it. I was too. actually there for one of the events. Okay. Uh, truck racing. Um, but yeah, the tires, man, they. They need they need some different tires. <laughs> like they, they don't have enough tire for them heavy trucks. Yeah, you know on dirt. Yeah, but, like um, ice skating. Yeah, I think the trucks are running there not this weekend but next weekend if I remember right. Okay. Knoxville. Yeah. Still love it there. Remember, right. Yeah. That's right. It's one hey. track I'm gonna have to get to and run. I haven't. I've I've watched races there. I have yeah. never drove it. Well, I tell you, when we run up there in the IMCA modified. They used to run up there. Uh, in fact, before the IMCA Super Nationals landed at Boone, Iowa, forever. Uh, I think it was 1987, we ran up there in Knoxville, Iowa, and they had the Super Nationals up there because they had a pit area and everything large enough to accommodate that many cars. And, you know, back then, and I don't know, Pat, you would know, uh, the dirt back then, I remember going out for a walk on a racetrack and picking it up, and it, and it actually, you know, stretched and snapped like it was a piece of, you know, yeah. rubber. It was just so much bite in that it's track. River and, bottom clay, and it's so it sticky is. that it'll actually pull your shoes off. Uh. Um, yeah, that was something. And, and the, yeah, if you in everybody, everybody watching, if you haven't seen a race in Knoxville, you you got to get there because um, right. it's a, the speed of that joint and the size of it. It, it doesn't do it justice. It's right. it's, it's, yeah. a, it's an amazing place. It's my favorite all time place. Hey, it's been an hour and about it. seven minutes already, Mitch. I told you it'd fly by. Um, it has. Closing. You got anything you want to say to the fans out there? Oh man, just uh, I hope maybe I can get some more support. Out of uh, some fans just showing up to the racetrack and watching, and sure. uh, you know, I could always use more sponsors. Where uh, I've been lucky enough to have the people on that I do, and and uh, I guess I should go through their names and list them all because yep. uh, everybody's been a, a great part right. of this program. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just it's been a it's been a struggle, but it's success at the same time. But sure. you know, we've had. Uh, Last year, I had uh, Greg and Heather Gill with Eastern Iowa Landscape come up to me at Tipton, and they were an old-time uh, sponsor of mine back when I was here before. Back in the day. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, I'll, let me know. I'll help you out any any way I can. Yeah. And uh, so he has. Um, and I haven't been out there enough this year to even see him, but. Uh, there you go. But there they Eastern are. Iowa Eastern Iowa Landscape right, right there. Right yeah. there, yep. Yeah, any, any other sponsors that you want to give a plug? And this this is, you know, and, and guys, if you're watching the show, please make sure that you also support the people that support us. So, you yeah. know, if you're looking for landscapers and, and if you're on the fence, um, give the people support yeah. that support us. That's right. They do an amazing job. They watch, go, get on their Facebook page, and they got some yeah. amazing pictures of stuff they've done. But uh, Matt there with Lucky Blocks, he, uh, he builds sanding blocks uh, yeah. for uh, body work. All right. Um, Weber Performance, uh, he's out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, he's been a, a big help. Uh, Midwest Mega Squirt, you, you need anything done with, with uh, your fuel injection or just engine tuning in, in general on your street rod sure. or uh, like drag car at Cordova, he can dial you right in. All right. Uh, smart man right there. Uh, Forms Unlimited. Um, I got uh, Fawn with Plants and More. Uh, Kim and Kurt. 
they've they've been behind me even even back in the red car days. Yeah. Uh, they've they've been a, a part of me. Um, That's great. Precision Performance uh, and uh, Snap On. He's uh, he's helped me out with a couple couple uh, <laughs> half inch uh, gun and a nice three eighths gun. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have those to take the tires and uh, the body stuff. off, right? That's right. That's right. Yep. But um, yeah, and uh, Stefan with Cam Graphics, um, he's he's done a good job. Uh, Very nice. Helped me design the, the scheme on that on that thing, and looks um, beautiful. And then come up with a, a new one, uh, Teresa with Bertini's. Uh, down there on the West End, old Jeff Walker's old bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's kind of come aboard to help out. All right. Cool. So that's that's nice to to keep gaining gaining some. Yeah, sure. without a doubt. Uh, all right. Now, Pat, uh, in closing, you got anything you want to say? Uh, again, one one more one more plug, guys. Please make sure you like and share. It helps uh, it helps us all out. Um, you know, we look forward to keeping this rolling. Mitch, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Um, you know, I love the momentum that we have, buddy. Yeah, uh, just look forward to keeping it keeping it going. All right, band. Well, hey, remember, tune in Monday nights. We're That's here right. every Monday, seven o'clock. Done right. Uh, TV. Check us out. You can watch this thing uh, after we go off the air again. You can get on YouTube or you can get on our uh, Facebook page, and we have it posted in several different spots. But uh, thanks for tuning in. God bless all you great race fans out there that uh, tune in every week. And this is Shane Davis, and uh, we'll be seeing you around the track. Good night.